Welcome to a life-transforming message from the Potter's View International Ministry. Our messages are heaven-breath, Holy Spirit-inspired, and destiny-changing for the transformation of individuals and society. As you listen, may you be blessed and positioned to take your place in life and be prepared for eternity. And the word for us tonight is while you're waiting. While you're waiting. What do you do while you're waiting? Nobody likes to wait. How many of you like to wait on somebody? Somebody says, oh, meet me up here at 5.30. And you're there six, six thirty. I bet you'll be upset, right? Talk to me now. Yes, ma'am. When we see the long queues at the bank, remember the cash crunch period? We were so upset we were leaving some, some people. You know? That cash crunch taught them patience. Even if the queue is long for two hours, they wait. <laughs> they learn patience. Praise the Lord. So while you're waiting. While you're waiting, quickly let us open our Bibles to Psalm 37, verse 7. Some of the things a lot of us think about, say, Oh, while I'm waiting, we think it's a passive thing. We think uh, waiting is just, Oh, let's, let me just leave, you know, just relax. God is, yes, God is in control, but while you're waiting, you're not passive. You wait actively. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. We wait passively and actively. We don't just rest on our oars and say, oh, yes, God says it's... I mean, yes, we know God's time is beautiful. It's the best time. And waiting actually shows that you're obedient to God. Waiting is meant to show that you trust in the Lord. Waiting actually is meant to reveal your character as a child of God. Waiting is meant to actually help us bring out the best of God for us. Praise the Lord. So what do you do while you're waiting? Is anybody there? Psalm 37 verse 7. Please help us read. Psalm 130 verse 6. And we quickly go to Psalm 27 as well. Verse seven. Yes. Well, please, can you help me give her a mic, please? Thank you. Be still in the presence of the Lord mm. and wait patiently for Him to act. Mm. Don't worry about evil people who prosper or fret about their wicked schemes. Praise the Lord. He says, "Be still. Be still." say don't worry I mean we can just focus on that um, verse alone and we have the message for the day but I want to read it in this version TPT version it says quiet your heart in his presence wait patiently for Yahweh and don't think for a moment that the wicked in their prosperity are better off than you praise the Lord it says do not assume do not doubt do not think that because you are waiting, you are worse than the wicked. Because you are waiting, that they are better off than you. Because you are waiting. I've heard somebody say before, um, and I was 
come from work and I was going to for a midweek service and I heard clearly somebody say that ah, if as a Christian you have a problem then there's something wrong with you and I was like what? that message is from the pit of hell are we together? because scripture tells us be of good cheer it says there will be tribulation right? come on now we're in church and he says what? you would overcome but be of good cheer I have overcome the world let me tell you something you and I will face challenges we will face all manners of things but the thing we ought to understand is God is for us he says if God be for us he says what? who can be against us? we need to have an understanding of what God has done so what, 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 what am I trying to say while you are waiting it is not for you to fold your arms it is time for you to understand what scripture says about the situation praise the Lord some people may be waiting for a job some may be waiting they need another one or maybe a promotion another person might just have been waiting for a long time say oh marriage partner another person might be waiting for children but let me tell you something there is nothing wrong with you tell your neighbor there is nothing wrong with you God is coming big. I remember Pastor Ia the way he told us one day. And he said, if you have a car and it's going to deliver goods, and you have a 40 feet container, and they leave, for example, they leave Elisha. Hmm? They're coming to Lagos to deliver goods. Which one will get there first? Talk to me now. No. We'll get to Lagos first, right? Yes. But the 40 feet container will get there later. Maybe it will take three days or more. But can you compare the things in the 40 feet to the, to the, car. the one in the car? No. Yeah, somebody might say the things in the car may be more expensive or whatever. In this case, we're saying, assuming they are the same value and we're trying to stuff things inside and bring to Lagos, okay? What would the, the 40 feet container will probably take more but it will come late in your eyes but it's coming big. Are we together? Yes, ma'am. But it's coming big. I need you to understand that that's what's happening. That you are waiting and you're not seeing. I remember during I mean the period when you know, we had the little challenge, and people were like, oh God, what's going on? And people might have said all manners of things. Oh, peradventure, something is wrong somewhere. Yes, that's the human understanding. Human beings always think there's something wrong when you're facing challenges. Now, let me tell you something today. You see, when there is a problem, there is a provision. There is always, I mean, there's a promise. God has made a promise which is the provision right but between that time when the, there is a problem there is a what's called the promise and the fulfillment of the promise there is a wait time a farmer will plant cassava a, a farmer will plant palm tree the time it takes cassava to you know 
He eats and forget. But a palm tree, I have every part of a palm tree is important. And it doesn't grow like that. I want to get that. I'm trying to, uh, I'm, I'm trying to lay a foundation here. So what are we saying in, sh in short is the fact that do not see your life as ordinary. Do not you see yourself like every other person that, oh, I, I, I want to, you know, blow. I mean, I don't know if there's a new word for it, but that's the one I used to hear. You know, we all want to blow. We want to fast. We want the money fast. We want everybody to know I've arrived. I didn't come to Lagos to Count's Bridge. How many people can just yeah, and we all want to get, you know, money fast. But today, I need to let you understand that while you're waiting, God is trying to build you. God is trying to let you understand that, hello, my daughter, my son. It's not every time things will come to you quickly. Yes, there's some prayers we pray before we step outside, we get the answers, right or wrong. But there are some that we have prayed, we are still waiting for the answer. How many people? Praise the Lord. And your answer will come in the name of Jesus. And in this time, you will make all things beautiful in Jesus' name. Now, one major thing I want you to understand is temptations will come while you're waiting. I remember when Jesus was waiting. The kind of wait that we talk about is when we fast in as Christians, right? That's not the only one I'm talking about. It's like I am waiting for answer to a prayer. It's not only when we are fasting. When Jesus fasted, he sought a temptation. When you are waiting for God to do that new thing, your friends will tell you there's another way. Is he a lie? No, Say, let's try Yahoo Yahoo now. Let's try to cut corners. People will tell you all kinds of things. But that's not what God wants for your life. God is preparing you for greatness. And if you fall into that temptation, you will lose that greatness. I pray you will not lose it in the name of Jesus. Amen. As someone said one day, I asked a question in church. And that question always comes to me every time I remember this. And he says, oh, God has made a promise. And I have not seen anything yet. What is going on? There's a promise. Yes. God will make a promise. But God will never put on you more than you can bear. Your capacity. Take for instance. And I know a sister of mine always says it as, as well. Said she had gotten married some years ago and she showed that she would have divorced by now. Because the kind of things that she now knows, if she had gotten married then, when she thought, oh, I'm ready for marriage, I've got it all together, and she got married to a child of God, that even if he's the best man in the world, he would have had issues. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. What about you? What is God telling you? He has made promises concerning you. And, you know, I don't know why so many illustrations are coming to me. I usually don't give illustrations as much as this. But I don't know why. Maybe God is trying to address yours. I don't know. And I remember a while back, I remember a lady, very beautiful, very, very beautiful. And I said, oh, wow. I wish I had a brother that would marry this lady. That was from a distance, right? But when I got close, I said, ah, no wonder. What am I trying to say? There are times 
God needs to take some things out of us so that He can give us some things. Okay, for instance, you're praying, Oh God, give me a man after your heart. Are you a woman after God's heart? If He gives you a man after His heart, won't you kill them? Or if He gives you a woman after His heart, won't you kill the woman? It's vice versa. Praise the Lord. So let's not look at what I need to get. Let's not look at it that God, He says, it's the Yoruba version that came to my mind. But anybody that can translate, you can help me. It says, Iretipipe, Omo, Okoshare. It says, when, the, when you wait, it makes the heart weary. When you wait for long, even Bible understands. But yes, it makes the heart weary. No wonder, if we go quickly to Isaiah, I'm not going according to my notes, I'm so sorry. But we go to Isaiah, and I think it's 40. No wonder he says, those that wait, Isaiah 40, 31, those that wait upon the Lord, he says what? We are together now. He shall do what? Renew their strength. Why particularly strength? Because when you wait, you need strength to wait. And you lose strength while you're waiting. And so therefore, he needs to renew your strength. Because, and then how does the strength come? It's not physical strength. Hello? Hello? I'll keep on so that it's not like I'm talking to myself. It's not physical strength. Spiritual. Because the things we need to be, it's not because we are, I mean, a lot of people think, oh, I want to have a good job. And I think it ends there. I want to have money. I think it ends there. Hello? Whatever you are. Is to further the kingdom of God. I hope we know what an understanding. It's for the furtherance of the kingdom of God. And so whatever is put in your hands and you're not using it in order to further the kingdom of God, hi, you're just filled. Praise the Lord. Cut it anywhere. Because God will not give you something just for the purpose of that thing to just be there and just there are many people that need what you have. It might be a smile. An usher. Somebody is heavy, their heart is downcast. And it's just a smile. Hello, how are you? It might just be, you know, it could be anything. It doesn't have to be money. Are we together? Yes. So let me tell you, God didn't just create you and just dump you on earth and you think, oh, I've got nothing. I just need a job so that I will. Hello, there are many people waiting for your manifestation. A lot of people are waiting. Even while you're thinking you don't have anything to offer. So, there are a couple of things I need you not to lose while you're waiting. And this is how I got it. It says, do not lose God's presence while you're waiting. Because you've waited and you think, oh, God doesn't love me anymore. You don't even pray. You don't sing praises. You don't even come to church like you usually do. God has forgotten me. And he's trying to tell you, I need you to build capacity so that this thing will not kill you. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. He says, do not lose God's presence. How many of us have lost those gifts, the ability to hear, to understand, because we have waited and waited. And it's I mean, it's very common, especially, I mean, 
some of us in the office and probably you've been waiting for maybe a promotion and it's not coming and then you just become very what's all that is somebody saying the person doesn't even know anything i know more than him and then he's the one becoming my boss that's not the time to be nasty do not lose god's presence no wonder in exodus please help me go to exodus 33 verse 15 because of our time, it's 14 to 16. No one else had an understanding. And he says, if your presence will not go with us, we don't want to leave this place. So in spite of the fact that, yes, we are going to Canaan, we want to, you know, take the promise. How many of us just say, I beg, God, I need that promotion. Whether your presence come or not, I beg, just give me the morning. Let me, are we together? But whatever you have, and you lose God's presence, then I don't know who was saying it. No, what I was Pastor Kayla sent it and says, if somebody comes to you today and says, I'll give you everything you want, maybe money, everything, children, whatever it is, just name it, write a list of it. In fact, as you're sitting down, just make a list of everything you want. Write it now. They're looking at me. Write everything you want, want God to do before the end of this year. Just write it. And God says, okay, all this, I'll give it to you. No, 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 no. But my presence will not be with you. How many of us would take? Say, ah, God, I, uh, I will pray for your presence later. Don't worry. Just give me all these things first. Somebody's laughing. I like real people. Say, just give me first. Later. Ah, you are my God. We'll pray for your presence later. Is anybody in Exodus 33, 15? Because to be honest with you, no matter what you have, and you don't have God's presence, it's as, it's, it will be like, it will be like, I don't know, your Bible will say like, dung. No matter what you have, because there will be a vacuum. Have you heard of many people that have a lot of money and they commit suicide? They have everything, the materials, anything, and they commit suicide. That's because there's a void, there's an emptiness. So no matter what you're facing, while you're waiting, please do not lose God's presence. Tell someone beside you, do not lose God's presence. Study the word. Pray. No wonder the psalmist said in Psalm 5 verse 3, and he said clearly that, you know, Lord, in the morning will I direct my prayers unto you, and I will look up. He says, I will come, you will hear my voice in the morning. How many of us have lost that love, that hunger, that thirst to even study the word of God because we feel we have waited. I mean, we've learned enough. In, I know enough, Joe. Do I need to go to church? But while you're waiting, you keep learning. You keep staying in His presence. You keep on cultivating His presence and asking, Lord, I need you more than anything. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. No wonder. Also, the psalmist said, in the presence of God, the mountains what? They melt like wax. 
Because when you're in the presence of God, every other thing, you see that thing that you're, it becomes like nothing. You don't even, you don't see it as something because you realize God can do it. He's more than able. That's why you need his presence. Because else, every other thing, will just, every little thing will become big without God. But you need to focus on God and every other thing, every other problem becomes small compared to how great it is. We need God's presence. Don't ever lose his presence while you're waiting. Praise the Lord. Another thing that we need you to understand here is do not lose your faith. You may ask me, what do you mean faith? I have faith now. That's why I do not do Yahweh Yahweh. I have faith, but your heart is already there. You're doing every other thing apart from just do. You're supporting everybody that does it. The only thing is that you, your name is not there. You've not had the clients to deal with yet. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Come on. Ah, you are laughing. But it's true. You're doing every other thing. Apart, apart from the fact that you've not just done the real deal. Don't lose your faith. It says without faith. In Hebrews 11.6, I believe. It is impossible to please God. So you need, while you're waiting, to please God. To stand and wait and say, God, what does your word say concerning this matter? Reveal yourself. Because a revelation will come by his word that will give you the ability to wait, the strength, the courage. It says, wait on the Lord. Be of good courage. Is he a lie? I think that's in Psalm 27 or so. It says, wait on the Lord. Be of good courage. Courage can only come by faith. It can only come by revelation of his word, which you're holding on to. That, hey, if he can give me Jesus, then he can give me every other thing. What else? He will give me children. He will give me houses. I don't need to steal. I don't need to do anything. Please do not lose your faith. Do not lose your faith. Make sure, because in his word he says, you must believe that he is and he is a rewarder. Are we together? Yes. So if you do not believe that he is and he will reward all the work you are doing, while you are waiting, you are working, you are not complaining, you are still working, you are still ensuring that the work of God goes on. Yes, I have not received it, but God, I will, your reward will come. And I say to somebody tonight that your reward will come in the name of Jesus. Amen. Oh, you cannot even say amen. amen. When you're waiting, that's not the time to be weary. That's not the time to be complaining. That's not the time to grumble. Remember the Israelites? They murmured. That's not the time to murmur. It's not the time to be complaining and abusing everybody. Do not lose your character while you're waiting. Do not become a thief. Do not become a slanderer. Do not become, because yes, while God is working in you, or perhaps it might be that someone is just advising and just telling you, you need to grow, you need to, and you take it to heart and then it becomes an issue for you. 
Or maybe your boss in the office says, oh, you're not ready for promotion. You need to improve in this area. You need to do that. And then you take it. And then you begin to grumble at Anyhow, how many of you will promote someone that you have advised that, oh, you need to improve maybe your Excel skill, maybe starting and stitches now? Hmm. Let me use an example. She has plenty workers. I say, ah, you need to learn how to sew this kind of style like this, like this. And, you know, because maybe that's even the one she gets more clients asking for that. Or a lot of people like to make that style. And she says, oh, my dear girl or guy, you need to learn this. It's because this is where the, you know, we are being patronized more. And the person takes us, because of that, I'm not going to. I'm not. Please, Sister Rabi, would you promote that person? <laughs> <laughs> she don't <even> know. <laughs> That you send your person parking. So what are we saying? It's not the time to murmur. Learn. You know, there's something I always tell people around me. I said, yeah. And I'm, I'm, and clearly, if we look at the Bible, or because of our time, Joseph said, they meant it for evil, but God turned it around for good. Praise the Lord. This was somebody that dreamt that, you know, the 11 stars, the moon, they were going to bow before him and all of that. And he ends up in prison unjustly. Remember that part. He did not do anything. Because a lot of us don't say, oh, he got to prison. I say, oh, it's part of the story. No, he didn't do anything wrong, did he? And they lied against him and he ended up in prison. What kind of person wouldn't you have given up that God? God, so you were just showing me all these dreams. So there are people that waited. Moses waited. Uh, what's his name? David waited. David was anointed and he was running about like a hooligan. Is he a lie? He was, he was anointed and he was going to be king. And he knew that guy, Saul, I'm the one taking over. If it is you, hey, I trust you now. In fact, ordinary departments meeting here to take over. Not as the kingdom, you will finish every boat. Is he enough? If it's me, uh. Rich man. So, eh, me that they've anointed, that God has chosen, how dare you? He said he went to cut his cloth and he was. Uh, so, you remember that story now? And he was sober. That, oh, you shouldn't touch God's anointed.
in your waiting. All those people that you have spoken about, did they finally see God and show up? Yes. Because they understood that God is faithful. He who has promised will surely fulfill it. Says a rewarder of those who diligently seek it. But first of all, the question is, do you believe that he is? Are you seeking him while waiting? Or you're seeking your own desires and interests? And you believe me, he's not going to move. Let's just do it sharp, sharp. Let's just, you know, cut corners. Praise the Lord. Do not use, I'm going to quickly merge this because of our time. Do not lose your strength and do not lose your joy. I, mean, I believe I mentioned strength earlier. And he talks about waiting on God. Do not faint. Don't make that wait on the Lord. I want someone to please help us read Isaiah 40 verse 31 before we go. And Nehemiah 8.10. He says, the joy of the Lord is what? My strength. The joy of the Lord. While in faith you please God, you will surely have joy. Joy will come. While you're waiting on Him, while you're looking up to Him, while you're clinging on to Him, that God, I will not let you go unless you bless Him. While we wait on the Lord, it is not for us to fold our hands. Waiting requires work. Waiting requires patience. It requires tolerance, perseverance. And what came to me is, I know some people that, let me use an example. And this person had always wanted to travel out, right? And so, first of all, he went to the UK, did his masters. And he got tempted. People told him, oh, why don't you wait there? Just do German, German, just stay there. And he kept on saying, but that's not the way God wants us to do things. I cannot stay here in, um, illegally. illegally, right? And he so he came back to Nigeria. And for years, and then he went back to where he was working before, even though he had gotten masters. And for some number of years, but the interesting part is when he went to UK, he met his wife, he got married, he got a visa to US. No, that's the other part. And they got married. But he still came back to Nigeria. And I was like, guy, people will just stay there. He said, no, God, that's not God's way. I said, ah, okay. God will answer. But do I, let me tell you, I know this person very well. He's a family member. He came back to Nigeria, resumed where he was working before. And lo and behold, after a while, he got, he and his wife, because he was married now, and they came back to, and it, it seems things looked bleak. Well, God did it. He got his, Canada, uh, I don't know how old they were. got to travel to Canada. In less than a couple of, in fact, barely, Two weeks in Canada, I got a job. I said, I'm magic. In three months or that, he changed the job. I said, you know where they look for a job in Nigeria. After that, 
he got a house. And things started working. And I was like, wow, it's good to wait on the Lord and to honor God. And not to run ahead of God. Pastor Kiyo always says something. It's better for you to be behind and God will drag you. Come. Than for you to run ahead of God. Long and short of what I'm saying tonight is that you wait. Make sure you are honoring God in that wait. Make sure that God is your priority. He's the one that you are out to please and no other. And so with one voice, I want us to rise up tonight and just go before God. I don't know what it is you're waiting on God to do. I don't know what it is you've been asking God. But tonight I want you to tell him that God, I know waiting on you increases strength. I know waiting on you is one of the most difficult things a Christian can do. But I need you. I need you now. I ask, oh God, that you give me the grace to wait. Because in your time, you make all things beautiful. Can you hold someone beside you? It looks as if you can't pray for yourself. And just ask God, whatever this my brother is waiting on, Father, whatever he needs in this season of wait, Father, restore upon him. That it will, you will hasten to perform your work. Whatever he requires, whatever is inside of him that is causing more delays, more that is waiting, waiting as though he's waiting in vain, that is inside of him, please take it away. Whatever doubt, whatever thing that is causing delays of God, Father, have mercy tonight and intervene in the life of my brother and the life of my sister and hasten to perform it. this message. For more of such life transforming and destiny impacting messages, follow us on all of our social media handles on Facebook and YouTube, Pottersville. On Instagram, the Pottersville Church. Thank you and God bless you.